Hello guys, welcome to the podcast, Notes from My Journal, a space where I share life experiences, good food and travels and anything in between, you know, something can always pop up and we'll learn from it, right? So uh, these are the things we'll be discussing together and I want you to come along. The notes from my journal podcast. <laughs> I know. Good to have you. Thank you. Have you been? Uh, I'd like you to. I need out. Okay, let me just say briefly how we met. It was through Clubhouse, and yeah. you invited me to. Um, what was it called on Clubhouse? Uh, like a girl talk. Yeah, girl talk and. Host, uh, be one of the hosts it was my first time hosting on Clubhouse by the way <laughs> really? I think yeah, you told me that I think you told me that, never mind yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah and it was it was a really good one it was very enlightening hearing everybody's um, point of view yeah. yeah I was thankful for that and um, so I'd like you to you know introduce yourself <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay um so i mean you already know my name um my name is janice i'm actually i'm from nigeria and um i live in the u.s i moved here for school graduated um two years ago got a job in clinical research and um drug development so i work for a startup biotech company and i work um at at an institution and so just don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing something. Aren't we all? So that's really, I'm a very simple, very, I'm a Christian, um, very believer of God and the word of God. And um, that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> right, I find it very difficult. Like when I do job interviews, yeah, people are like, "Oh, tell me about yourself." I'm just like, I don't know if you want the real me or you want right. the me that looks good on paper. On like, paper. which one do you want? <laughs> yeah, which, tell me which one you want, right? Yeah, because if you want the real me, like I'm ready. Yeah, <laughs> the real me is a mess, but okay. Yeah. Beautiful one at that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, thanks. Yeah, thanks for coming. Uh, uh, accepting the invitation to come on this pod. Appreciate it. Thanks for being here. Um, today we'll be talking about imperfections. We do all have one imperfection or the other, and the topic would be compassion for our imperfection. Yeah. I wrote a journal about that and maybe towards the end of our conversation I, I'll read it like I used to in each episode. Uh, for me growing up, I think I had <clears throat> I I think I grew up being a very highly sensitive person. So <clears throat> the things that would interest people around me. I don't know why I'm, I'm having a cough and I'm trying so hard not to. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. 
I'm sorry, you have to pardon me, and everybody's going to listen to this. That's <laughs> going to be a one time thing. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, I was very uh, well aware of my posture, how I work, oh. and gradually how I looked. I loved how I looked. I did. I'm not going to lie, but I used to have very, very full eyebrows, you know, and I was like, admire i used to admire girls who had like slim eyebrows and things so i tried to trim it off t- and into the proper shape that i liked i then got into uni found really different shades and colors of people i think i, I think i noticed that people in nigeria had uh, a favoritism it's, it's not like they do it on purpose but they just tend to be nicer to people light skin girls mm. especially in the 2000s 90s 2000s 2010 it was the theme of in in those, in those time and also i think when i was in high school my all my friends were like very curvy like curvy from maybe uh secondary uh, ss1 and me i'm like wait what's going on <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> so I think I started puberty late. And no, I wouldn't say late. I just think I wanted curves in places that was uh considered mature for an African woman, even though I was already yeah. So those are the one of few uh things I I I felt I, I insecure about, even though I didn't need to. I mean, what I'm trying to say is if we had like the marginal world standard everybody be like come on you're fine you know what i mean like if we're right. going to be like teenagers <laughs> everywhere maybe in mexico america africa asia you know all together everybody be like come on you're fine you know but we all have cultural standards that we measure ourselves with mm-hmm. growing up and yeah and things like that so what was yours <laughs> um so i'm trying to think well i had a lot of um i wouldn't say insecurities right i had a lot of things that i struggled with growing up so i was very skinny i had a problem with food growing up i didn't like to eat i was that kid my mom would actually sit down beg me i mean i'm talking i'm a teenager my mom would sit down hey go eat now (laughs) (laughs) i was very skinny and i was always sick and i had a lot of you know just health challenges growing up as a kid. So I was that kid where in school, I had to show up as this strong girl because mm-hmm. I remember my first year of high school, I got bullied a lot and I got bullied, but my sister is, uh, she's very stubborn. She's the, if you beat me, I will beat you right now. I will kick you, I will do this to you. And then I'm more of the, I want daddy said, step aside. Daddy said, go home. Daddy said, you know, yeah. so. I wouldn't speak up for myself. I wouldn't stand up for myself. And I used to, I used to cry a lot in school. So many people took that for, oh, I'm very weak. I didn't know how to stand up for myself. Mm-hmm. So I had, I had to change school, and then I went to a different school. And so during the holidays, my sister was just like prepping me. You need to stand up for yourself. You need to right. do, you need to do that. So I was like, okay. But I just knew I didn't have it in my nature to be very chaotic, stubborn, fighting. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's just not me. Mm-hmm. I'm more. I just need to. I need a moment to go away, cry, do something. Right. So 
But then I learned to speak up for myself without getting in a fight with anybody. And so that's one of the, I started to transition. And then um, I picked up different several habits because I had a lot of friends. So I picked up different habits from people that sort of, you know, at, at that point, I didn't really know. I would say I knew who I was. Yes, I, I could. <laughs> I can, I can relate. <laughs> I didn't know me, so I would blend in on anything. Yeah, and then you know, but I, I was very fortunate. I had um, my dad um, was very. He would, he observed his kids. Right. So, my dad observed when you're changing. Like, what's like, what's up with you? Like, what's going on with you? You know, yeah. my mom paid attention to things that were like very obvious or like maybe religion me not wanting to go to church me not wanting to be in the choir anymore and the reason i didn't want to be in the choir anymore is because so i come from a christian home and one of the we even have a church in our house like we because we have a hall and then the church uses Mm -hmm. the hall for service Mm -hmm. and so i would judge myself so harshly i had a boyfriend in high school and then i was in the choir so like I felt insecure about being in the church. I'm like, look at you, you have a boyfriend, like you're kissing a boy and then you are coming to sing praise the Lord in church. So I judged myself so harshly. And that's because for one, it was my lack of identity and also not knowing God for myself. So I came to, I moved to the US for school and a lot of things changed. Before moving to the US, I. Had I was very, I became a little bit intentional. I was paying attention to like, who am I? You know, I wanted to know who I was. Like I wanted to know myself. I wanted to be confident. I wanted to be different. I wanted to show up in the world, you know, as a very different person. And so when I came to the US, I was like, okay, reading books, talking to people. I started to have mentors, people to coach me. You know, people that were not my parents, I would feel more comfortable talking about certain things that, you know, maybe out of respect, I wouldn't want to tell my dad something like that. And so that's kind of where the switch happens. I was also very insecure about my legs. So I have a very sensitive skin. And if I use certain things or water, it could affect my skin. I would have like rashes. And so I had like a very bumpy hot spot on my legs. So I was very insecure about my legs. And they made fun of me in high school. Like I had this one girl, she's one of my best friends, but she would call me spotted legs in high school. And it used to make me so, so because I was insecure about my legs, I would notice every girl who had a bad leg. Like the first thing I would notice about anybody was their legs. And when i knew myself more i had to check that like you know because when i started to see myself as just beautiful and beautiful i look good you know it came natural for me to not pick out on oh who has the final leg whose legs are straight who look like you know so it's i mean it's not a finite pie right now like it's i'm a work in progress you know (laughs) but (laughs) yeah but i get the point you know because sometimes is what we we feel insecure about that we see in others without even knowing that we we we, you know we are going through stuff just like you mentioned that appreciating uh yourself as a whole and seeing the beauty you also saw that in all others so how did you overcome uh these challenges you mentioned it already by you know wanting to who you asked yourself questions like who am i when you relocated to the u.s you know 
the, the moving and being in a new environment gave you the opportunity to like rebrand yourself to get to know yourself better and what were the um the things you did like connecting with people or books you read or something that you know jump started this new discovery journey so i want to say the first the most important thing was i mean when i came my first year of school it was just get good grades get scholarship like that was first year of school it was just school 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 you know mm-hmm. and but something happened to me i had a major i had something that happened to me and that shifted the ground for me yeah so i i lost my dad oh. and so i went really through bad, yeah. Thank you. Um, I went through some major shift changes. Well, one of the most important thing that happened, you know, pain sometimes gives birth to a new beginning. And my new beginning was finding God for myself. So I was, I was, there was a race between me and God. I was mad at God. I didn't, I didn't want God. I didn't want to know God. I would say I didn't like God at that point in time because I was so upset because I had a lot of questions. There's so many things that I was like, you know, God cannot love me and let this happen to me. And so I, the race between me and God, but I kept seeing how faithful God was to me. Like God opened so many doors. Like he was showing me that, Hey, come here. This happened, but I'm here with you. You know, we're in this together. So when God was showing me ways, like I was, I wanted to understand God. So I find I found people that were on that frequency. Someone like some people I never got to meet them. I've never met them. Probably won't. Like Sarah Jakes. You know, I would listen to her word. Um, listen to her podcast. You know, I started to redefine myself but more redefining myself in God. There was this confidence that came. There was this, um, you know, trust, this faith where I didn't believe in myself, but I trusted a higher power to do things, to, to be there, you know, to open the doors for me. I became very intentional about the books, um, the things I would listen to. I tried to listen to like Brittany Brown. She's inspired my life a lot. And, you know, so that was a moment where I said, you know what? I want to rewrite my life. I want to rewrite my life and I want to forgive myself for not doing right by me from the beginning. And so when I made that decision, there's so many things that had to change. My friends, the conversations, the people, you know, how I showed up in the world had to change. And so when I went through that process of redefining myself, I came to understand who I was. I became a very big critique of myself, but without really attacking my character and giving myself grace. I think it's so important. It's like, because back then when something would happen, I would hit my, I'd be like, oh, I'm just stupid. Oh, I should, I did, I'm so, I'm a bad person. I did this. But then I was able to separate some of my actions from who I was. That's not me. And that allowed me to, to change, you know, to reflect, to work on things. I had a friend who told me one time, she said, in between our daily routine is where, is where life exists. So if you really want to know yourself, like you have to track on, go backwards. What do you do? What, the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning. So I was very intentional, like the things I I'm trying to create a routine. I'm not very faithful on my routine because <laughs> I'm a very spontaneous yeah. person too. Yeah. But 
just doing all of that, taking the time learning about myself, you know, talking to my friends and talking to good friends where I know if they tell me, oh, Janice, you do this, I know it comes from a place of love. Mm-hmm. You know, I know where it comes from. And so I think it's, it's, I'm not exactly, again, I'm not where I'm supposed to be or where I want to be, but I've done way better. And that's because I've been very intentional about myself. <laughs> so, yeah. right. That was that was deep. <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't know that, we didn't. <laughs> but I'm curious though. I want to know. So, how did you work through yours? You know, being a different Mine, country. Yes. Yeah. Mine was. Um, I had also a life-changing event uh, that would be almost yeah five years ago that made me start seeing life differently. Not immediately, of course. I had to walk through it. I remember I told myself then that I needed to journal, but I didn't. I just had those ideas in my head. But um, when the lockdown started, it was like... I was placed in a vacuum of being my own and I had to now face all my insecurities, uh, you know, things in the past that I had not faced and I had to sit down and do the inner work. Uh, so it, it, t- it took a lot. Uh, it started with um, uh, podcasts. I started listening to podcasts mm-hmm. and then I moved into books I don't know if you know Jay Shetty. I read his book. I listened to his podcast, and then what do you say his name is again? Jay Shetty. Jay Shetty. Okay. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah, and um, I also had this book, um, "What No One Can Teach Us." So I'm just I'm still going to the core of it, but I'm just I'm taking it from the beats, the, the baby steps. Nice. That I had to take gradually. So, this, this was the, the gradual process. And then, um, I think in 2020, again, that was the, the first event was five years ago. Then in 2020, there was like another life changing event that now actually shook me, like shook me to the, to the core. And you, I'm like, you know what? This old operating system is not working anymore. <laughs> I need to find me to know what I'm made of. I need to really connect with my creator. I, I did. I grew up as a Christian. My parents are, are strong believers of Jehovah God. However, my grandfather used to tell me something growing up because I used to have Bible study with him as well. He told me something that... Um, we all have a relationship with god the fact that your parents or your grandparents or all your family members are christians and how depth the depth of their spirituality does not spill over into yours each like the verse says that each of us will carry his or our own load there's a yeah I'm trying to remember the verse, but when I do, maybe I'll speak about it. Each of us will carry his own, which means we are blessed to have, you know, parents, you know, relatives, and also us getting to know God. But we also have the responsibility to have a strong 
creator and he told me that when i was well, like what maybe almost two, de- two decades ago like i was very young got doing wow. one of our studies yeah but that if there's anything i did not forget it is that one <laughs> it is that one so so when it was time i was like you know what yeah i'm gonna do the work and during those self-discovery i came to realize that spirituality and religion and two different things you need to have a strong relationship with god and also serve him correctly yeah so this so back to the baby steps of podcasts and this and that and um and then the 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 second event that 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 now happened i'm like you know what i started picking up books you know started jotting out things words as they were in my mind that journal one maybe one day i'll talk about it i call it the messy journal everything was just there no structure it was just <laughs> as it comes i was just writing broken. <laughs> you get i was it was i mean if I give you the journal to read, you can't even read my handwriting. I'm telling you. <laughs> it was just like, I was just pouring it out. Everything that absorbed over, you know, a period of years that I needed to uh, process. And I think it, I had to, I was, I needed to process it to uh, process it through writing. So yeah, that was, that, that was the one. The ones that came after, I even have uh, what's it called, color markers. You know, they have headings. The journals mm-hmm. that came after that one. You know, they have like points. I'm like, okay, this is progress. <laughs> yeah. So, um, how did I process this? Um, it it became the the process. It, it took a lot. It took professional help. I paid. I spoke with, you know, professionals at prayer sessions, you know, to actually speak the things to see, to speak of about things from what I think is my point of view to see what works and then walk me through getting to know me exactly. There's the reading the book of Jay Shetty, um there was I think from the second chapter there was this point where he said, uh look into this he, he walked into a store and in the store like um there was like you know when you enter a store that is filled up with boxes and old stuffs like you know just store that people put things in maybe at home or something and then he said there was a mirror that had the cover on it like a, a clothes and then he took off the clothes and there was so much dust you know it's been there for a long time but then he used his hand to wipe out the dust on the mirror and then he could see himself clearly and he said yeah he said this is what we should we need we all need to do for ourselves that sometimes it gets to a point in your life you need to sit down and clear the dust in the mirror so you can actually see you and that's actually the point where you you know you ask yourself who am i you want to you get to sit down and do the work to see who you really are what how do you want to show up not not because of what you were told you are or what society tells you to be because there's some things that just being in a particular environment makes you behave in a certain way yeah. and then so yeah this those are the those are the steps i took gradually gradually i read i listened to a lot of podcasts i would say a lot and um i have like two to three more books that i i read and then yeah 
spirituality i sat down i did the work prayer was you know on point <laughs> yep <laughs> as it should be yeah. as it should be and yeah i came to realize that there's no structure there's no um yeah there's no um how would i say it? there's no benchmark for beauty the core the the curvy women who looked mature like when you're in africa you, you, if you are curvy they look at you as mature i, th- mm-hmm. I see that people would pass me by i don't necessarily mean like the i'm not if i want to talk about like the opposite sex the male version that's different but now i'm talking about even women so yeah. women like it's not because they do it intentionally but they will talk to maybe a friend of mine and they would some questions and conversations they will have with that person is because of the physical look that person is having and that conversation would not have been had with me because i looked a bit lanky do you yeah. get what i mean yeah yeah, get, yeah. so I, then i'm like okay wait a minute i'm this person's age mate but i don't look like that person because I, I i always had a baby face i still do people would think i'm like i'm it's, it's, <laughs> sometimes i'm surprised <laughs> when i when people someone told me one time uh that oh she was talking about a particular because co- i love to travel she was like oh if i come to a country there's this ticket i can get a train ticket i can get to get a discount is you know it's for people who are 26 and below (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh that's nice but i wouldn't qualify for that she was like oh really i'm like yeah she's like why i'm like oh i'm way older she was like no i'm like yeah she's like oh what do you do i'm like well i took it after my mom (laughs) 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 i did i don't do anything yeah so so imagine then imagine then you, you get what i mean yeah yeah so um yeah some somebody who might look at me and i'll say no nah, i don't think so you look your age but you never know everybody has different perspective of how they, they view people right so i just came to realize that no matter where you are even if you move con uh different countries every every country every culture has their own beauty standards like when i moved here i realized people who were like size zero and two and once were like called the the beauty that was the beauty standard. I was like, mm, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, interesting. Like, okay, is this is this the skinny that was trying to run away from? <laughs> right. <laughs> you move somewhere and then it's different. Yeah, yeah. Like, so. But even that is crazy because, um, and that's why. I remember you talking about when we started talking, you talked about having full brows and that how that was something that you didn't appreciate. People are paying thousands of dollars buying products now. And that's the thing, the standard of beauty changes because we're a sick society. Everyone, and we think about it, like we're in scarcity culture. We're not feeling enough. We're not beautiful enough. We're not enough. And so, and every time we're picking up what, like, we're picking up the standard of things, we're picking up different norms and, you know, making that a standard for how we should live our lives. I think when you start to realize, because this is my thing, I always ask, I'll ask my mom or ask people, like, who's, and who's, and who said that? Why? Mm-hmm. You know, I started to question things. And I realized something. That, and when I realized this, I think it changed how I viewed myself and how I would normally you know, for the lack of the right word, you have to rate myself. Right. 
when I came to the US, I I was friends. I had a lot of friends, but I had a uh, we have a very small. We had a small Nigerian population at my school, yeah. and I noticed something. There's this bunch of girls. They're actually my friends now. One of them is my close friend. Um, I noticed they used to pick up on people, like you know, they'll make fun of people, they'll mm-hmm. poke fun at people. I have one of my close friends where, like, they would, you know, call yeah. her fat or just say some mean things, but in a very, I'm, I'm trying to be funny. I'm laughing yeah, with you, you know. But something I realized about this because they they couldn't do that with me. Uh, when I realized something about them was these girls were very insecure. Right. They didn't feel good about themselves. They didn't feel beautiful. They didn't feel pretty. These girls, you're an outfit. She could take hours telling you, why do you look like this? See, your tummy is showing this, that, 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 that. And you know what? And I, I thought to myself, I'm like, that's probably what you would tell yourself if you wore a dress and you look like that. Exactly. That's what you would tell yourself because nobody, like, I feel nobody who feels beautiful on the inside, like, it comes natural. Like, you just, you see beauty all around you and you can see it from the inside, you know? So I see someone who's wearing a dress. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so, like, I would say things like, she's beautiful in her own way, like, you know? And. Physical, I decided to appreciate um, inner beauty, the inner beauty, because I noticed some of the people I really like, there's something that confidence shows up in our, in our outlook. Like you can wear a dress, that I wear the same dress, the same outfit, but there's something, because I feel good on the inside, because I feel fine on the inside, I feel well, I, I feel I'm at peace with who I am. I don't feel like I have to change it moment about myself you know the only thing i need to change is you know working on myself and growing more to be more so when i feel that way it shows up it shows up in a room like i come in you know there's a different level of confidence that sometimes it comes up as pride or this one but that's not it it's just that i feel good about myself you know i feel good i feel fine i feel well i feel beautiful you know there are certain things, I mean, obviously, at times when you break out, you're like, oh, my skin is not, you know, but yeah. I'm very careful. I'm very, and I, I take, I take, I, like, oh, no, that's not what it is. Like, I will correct you real quick. Right. And the like, confidence <laughs> radiates in, even in the dress, you know? Or, yeah. Or are you, yeah. So, just doing that and knowing that really saved me because I know people who actually, I remember a girl, she went to my school and but we just followed i was i didn't meet her at the time i came she had already left my school we connected on instagram i remember sometimes she had sent a message and you know just describing her experience with people i felt really bad i was like no human nobody should ever make anybody feel less of themselves yeah like how do you sleep at night that you're the reason someone you know feels ugly someone feels bad someone feels bad and I tell you what, it's 2022. Right. These people are still like that. They don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say <laughs> they don't, but I'm like, when would they change? <laughs> no, because they're not intentional. Like the conversations yeah. we would have back in college, I would it's still have, like, it's still the same. Like there's no yeah. growth, there's no improvement. Right. And it's, it's, it's very sad, but it also makes me, I feel good 
for not you know giving up on myself that time like i look at it i'm just like wow you're a literal mess <laughs> like you are a little mess yeah. you know but that's why it's so important because if we don't take the stand to know ourselves to be in touch with ourselves people are going to tell us who we're supposed to be be and you know like and that's where the insecurities you know the lack of confidence you know we don't we get to a point where we don't even trust ourselves and the other thing that helped me was i learned to give myself grace you know a lot of times when things happen to us we're looking for pity parties for people mm-hmm. to tell us that it's okay i've learned to you know what janice you gotta see in that course that's okay it's okay you know it's okay you try it like i've learned because I initially I'll be hard on myself, you know, the standard is an A, the standard, you know what, if it happens, I got to see, so be it. Right. But where do we go from here? What could I have done differently? You know, what could I have done? Could I have talked to the prophet? Like just going, working my way backwards, showing myself some grace and not being so hard on myself. Because there are people who are ready to jump on you, to crucify you. Hey, you did all this, you know? I was listening to Brene Brown's um, Netflix show. I love her. And she yeah. said something, uh, put it in my words. Basically, she said, you cannot let people who are very big critique of themselves, people who will never speak up for themselves, you know, go show up in a room with confidence or do something more for themselves, tell you who you are supposed to be. And this is me not saying in our exact words, but kind of just be branding it and saying right. it the way I understood it. And that's why it's so important, like the voices, who are we, who, who is telling us who we're supposed to be? Because particularly now about the friends that I keep and our friends where like, I know, I know where it's coming from. I know I had a friend, I used to use the dating app Hinge. And you know, sometimes I'll tell her about something. She was like, Janice, that's not who you are though. Right, you know, so like she could reflect it to you. She could tell you, you know. Yeah, because she knew me. She understood yeah. me. She know she she's a part of the vision. Exactly. You know, and so it's really like the work. Yes, we do so many things, pray, but we have to be intentional about the people we are let we let into our space. Like that's like that was the biggest thing for me. God, you know, knowing myself, but also in order to sustain the work that I've done and not let it blow into pieces the next day was just getting the right people in my corner. That it was so important, getting the right people in my corner. Right. <laughs> which, is, which, is, which is very important because when you have a good circle of people who you guys share the same values, even when you you unconsciously sleep, they're like, hey, 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 you're sleeping. Like, oh, okay, thanks for letting me know. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's a different. They say you are you you are who you hang out with. So if you're hanging out with the right people, you you tend. If you if 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 one person out of ten is hanging out with nine people, there's there's a possibility that the tenth person will be like the the rest of the nine. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, people people friend right social communities very important so uh it's time for me to read the journal yay (laughs) (laughs) ding 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 drum rolling (laughs) okay here it goes compassion for my imperfection 
I have come to know more about myself and love the me I'm discovering. The more I discover little things about me, the more I am in awe of this beautiful creation called me. From my gorgeous kinky fussy hair to my beautiful eyes that slightly close up when I, I smile ear to ear. And it makes me look like, like my eyes are closed, even though I can see everything clearly. Then, my cute little roundly pointed nose. Cute enough to look funny when I have a smell of ice cream on it. And obviously, when it's soft brushes. Um, skip that part. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, you know what? Scratch that. I'll take it again. <laughs> okay, then my cute little uh, roundly pointed nose. Cute enough to look funny when I have ice cream on it, and obviously soft brushes when kissing. LOL. And the most <laughs> and the most important thing is the ability to breathe and smell. Oh Lord, my nose are sensitive. They smell things. My shower gels, perfumes, roll-ons, stuffy room spoiled food even everything that smells till anything that has residue in spaces but the amazing part of the sense of my sense of smell is that it's it is very relative of everything the shower gel i used yesterday might be triggering tomorrow and that goes to perfumes air fresheners flowers and anything basically that i adore and has a nice fragrance can be the least I'm attracted to the next day depending on my mood or or constant or energy level or anything that relates to my well-being and I love it. (laughs) I have come to a place of acceptance and seeing the beauty of being uniquely different. My gorgeous lives, ow, and what can I do to begin to describe you? Finely shaped with curves to die for, the upper lips well defined and structured and as i use my fingers to fuel my lips in the best way to describe it as i write i am just in awe of this wonderful baby god bless me with how on earth have i overlooked you i apologize my dear for all these years of not noticing how incredibly gorgeous you are so much that when someone scratch that (laughs) 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 okay we know where that's going (laughs) okay forgive me for not uh forgive me for not taking notes of you for this long but i promise you this will never again happen for a long long time i promise you and um do you even know that as i'm writing this i google at myself about how expressive i've become with no fear lingering to hold me back it is such a good feeling maybe someday i'll write about the fear i generally that crippled me into the in the past but that's a story for another day for today it's only about gorgeousness of being an human being. I used to have the most gorgeous tummy, flat as hell, excuse my French, 
my aunties used to ask me how I was able to keep this despite eating all the African delicacies we used to have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Well, I was a teenager and maybe I burned so many calories due to fun activities and plenty studying. Either way, I had the body till my early 20s. Then I went through a life crisis and added weight. And even though fitness had become a lifestyle, I haven't given my flat tummy, I haven't gotten my flat tummy back. Or maybe I haven't focused my attention towards it well enough. But boy, they are gorgeous. Light skin, caramel beauty. I won't trade them for any other tummy. They were once flat, they became big to accommodate me food to keep me alive and i can't thank it enough and i'll be less grateful for the amazing work it has done in my life and that's it guys (laughs) (laughs) that's it about the the whole body imperfection and the place that i scratched is about you know someone passing a comment you know, people pass negative comments to you and instead of you debunking it, you uh, end up absorbing it and before you know it, you start seeing yourself in that in that image you are not. So that was what I wrote about, but I don't want to, you know, it was too detailed. <laughs> That's okay. why I scratched it. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, I hope this little it's not little this is almost 40 minutes i hope this board is gonna <laughs> motivate so you know appreciate their their being their, their what they think is an insecurity is actually not an insecurity at all yeah. uh what do you have to say what do you think <laughs> what do you think about the journal i love the very, very i like that you were very particular about the words that you use to describe yourself yeah. <laughs> it's like i'm reading a french novel or something right I love the words that you used to especially being through after going through you know the things that you've been through and you know your fair share of insecurities but you've evolved from that right. and now you're showing up as just who you are supposed to be who god wants you to be and i think it's just beautiful and you know the take home message from this is just you are beautiful. Right. You are, that. you are perfect. You are awesome. And when you think about it, word of God, and I always go back to the word of God. God made us in his own image. Right. Like I think I look like God, you know? <laughs> like, and he's he's awesome. He's perfect. You right. Know? He's loving, he's kind. And so look at yourself through that see yourself through that find people who who see you through the lens that god sees you right through the lens of that i am i am gracefully broken i am flawed yet graceful you know imperfect yes you know it's so important and say these things to yourself to believe them write it down somewhere you know say it over and over again till you start to believe it that that is true i'm perfect i'm beautiful you know i make mistakes you know i could do something bad but i'm not a bad person like say it over exactly. and over again till it starts to make sense so it sinks in because trust me when you do it over and over again 
you you start to believe it you know sometimes when you lie you almost have to believe your lie it's i'm just telling so you that's why they say words are so important you know <laughs> it's so important so wow. yeah so if, if it's a good lie you need to trick yourself into it you, you, you better do it it's a mind game it's really yeah. a mind game you know yeah. and this is another thing to note and um, before we leave yeah the reality is that we we're human beings with you know we have all the ability to feel every core emotional affect you know we can feel shame we can feel love we can feel these emotions so you could do all the work today and tomorrow something happens and you just feel like shit. i'm sorry pardon my friend you just you know you just feel like not yourself you know like god i did all this work yesterday you know i felt confident yesterday i felt good about myself and today you know what i don't feel good Right. I don't feel that that, that, that happens. So they say healing is not linear. You know, it goes yep. up and down. Yeah. Yep, yep. And when you get to that point, you need to fi- find a way to go back to that thing that makes you get, find your music again. Right. You know, for me, it's the word of God. Some days I'm just gonna declare it a listen to Sarah Jake's sermon because I want to feel good about myself. And like we 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 know ourselves when i feel like i've slipped in a moment okay okay i don't feel good you know i could shut down maybe not go out just just go back to the drawing board but not doing it over again just doing it better you know i think it's like that up and down when we're like oh i don't feel good today and then we give up no that's really the time where you have to go back it's okay we'll fall we're gonna fall several times but we thank God for the opportunity for life to be able to pick ourselves back up again. Right That's again. so important. That's but, yeah. the key. That's the key. <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the input. I appreciate it. <laughs> I love this. I actually love this. I've never done a podcast with anybody. So thank you. <laughs> it went well. Thank you so much, Janice, for coming. Did I pronounce your name well? Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm so I'm so glad you came on the pod. And yeah, yeah this yeah. is this is so 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 much depth insightful, I would say. Um I'm sure everyone would as uh we did enjoying record enjoyed recording it yeah, and yeah. uh looking forward to more. So um thanks again. Uh thank would you. obviously love you to come again some other yes. time maybe <laughs> i need help <laughs> oh, why not <laughs> so yeah All right everyone um i hope you do enjoy this podcast and looking forward to uh having new year again for something in- interesting next week yeah always as we always do there's always something to listen to something to enjoy and do hope that you have a wonderful week and a new week coming ahead and until then see you next time bye, bye. <laughs>